my friends in Christ. Today's stories in the readings tell stories of scarcity and abundance. There is scarcity and abundance in the reading from the book of Kings, when only 20 barley loaves fed 100 people. There was scarcity and abundance in the gospel story, when only five barley loaves and a couple of fish fed a crowd of 5,000. In both stories, people were not only fed and satisfied, there were even leftovers, lots of leftovers. It seems that God cannot be outdone in generosity. That is certainly the message in the reading from the book of Kings. The servant of the prophet Elisha, faced with the impossible challenge of feeding 100 people with just 20 barley loaves, was, not surprisingly, quite certain that many of those people were going to go hungry. Elisha, on the other hand, was confident that God would supply for what was lacking. And Elisha was right. God did. In the Gospel reading, it was Philip the Apostle who was convinced that no matter how much Jesus might have wanted to feed that large crowd, there was simply no way he could. But Jesus found a way. He always did. And the way he found actually gives us a place in that story. Let me explain. If he had wanted to, if he had wanted to, Jesus could have fed that huge multitude out of thin air. It would have been enough for him simply to have spoken his all-powerful word for abundant food to have come out of nowhere. But Jesus was not a magician. His miracles were not magic acts nor sleights of hand. And his miracles, his signs, were never about him. They were always about others. They were always compassionate responses to human need that always included a human component, a human contribution, if you will. Or put it this way, for Jesus, divinity was never a shortcut around humanity, never. And so, today's story starts at a very human level. Jesus takes what little was available to him, five loaves of bread, a couple of fish, that a young boy in the crowd happened to have, and he turns that obvious insufficiency into more than enough to satisfy an immense crowd of hungry people. The reason I said we have a place in that story is that we are a little like that young boy. With his nice little stash of food, more certainly than he needed for himself, the boy had it made. We could even say, in a sense, he was wealthy. And he could have hoarded his wealth, could have insisted on holding on to his food, saving it for himself. After all, what concern was it really of his that there were a whole lot of people around him hungry? But no, he was willing to let go of everything he had. My friends, that young boy is our link to the story. We, not all of us for sure, but many of us, and I very much include myself, we live pretty comfortable lives. Like the boy, we have more than we need. We not only have full cupboards and fridges at home, we have full closets as well, and bank accounts and credit and debit cards and maybe some savings as well. Like the boy, we can choose 
to hold on to what we have, or we can welcome the opportunity to put what we have at the service of those who have little or nothing. Maybe not all we have, like the boy did, but at least some of what we have. We can learn a lot from young people, can't we? A little story. A few weeks ago, we hosted one of our regular dinners for newcomers to the parish. Among our newcomer guests were two young kids, a boy and a girl, who came with their mom and dad. The boy had just had his sixth birthday, and he came to me with one of the gifts he had received in hand. It was a brand new Lego set, which he gave to me and asked if I would give it to some kid who didn't have one. I was touched. I was actually kind of blown away. That young boy had, I'm sure, yet to read the Gospels. But thanks to a wonderful mom and dad, he knows the Gospel. He gets the Gospel. And he certainly taught me a Gospel lesson that evening. In a homily he gave way back in the fourth century, St. Gregory of Nazianzen, Bishop of Constantinople, spoke some words that my young friend with the Lego set understood without ever hearing them. Here's what Gregory had to say. Give something, however small, to the one in need, for it is not small to one who has nothing. Neither is it small to God, as long as we have given what we could. That's the perfect commentary on the boy with the Legos and the boy in today's gospel. Something fairly small, shared with a generous spirit, ends up being anything but small. This is a theme that Pope Francis takes up time and time again in his wonderful off-the-cuff weekday homilies. Giving freely, he said in a homily not long ago, giving freely leads to freedom. Freedom from the obsession of owning. Freedom from the fear of losing what we have. Freedom from the sadness of not being able to share our wealth with others. I love that expression, freedom from the sadness of not being able to share our wealth with others. Dear friends, Pope Francis has it exactly right. It's not only about giving and sharing, it's also about freedom. If we think only about getting more and more, we are not free. If we hoard what we have, we are not free. If we are obsessed about losing what we have, we are not free. We are free only if and when we let go and take delight in sharing what we have with others. And God, who is never outdone in generosity, will turn whatever it is we share into a marvelous, even miraculous abundance. It all starts here at the table of the Eucharist.